0: everybody, this is Stephanie. So before we get into the last part of the Colorism series, I just wanted to take some time out to offer some uh, information and some resources uh, in the wake of the tragedy in Atlanta where eight people of um, Asian or Pacific Islander descent uh, were taken from us by literally a monster who... um, Literally, it's just a monster. I mean, there's no other way to describe this person. Um, and there has been some heavy hearts. Uh, we have friends, we have loved ones, we have people we know, people that we follow, even if it's just a celebrity. If you only know um, a person in an AAPI community via an Instagram follow, it's a lot of heavy hearts since a very heavy week. Um, so I wanted to provide some. Um, Resources And I'm getting this from um, another person that I follow on is actually somebody (laughs) I follow on Instagram and also on Twitter. Her name is Hillary Banks. She is the co-host of the Rewind Love Pod. So I wanted to um, she put this on her Instagram and I wanted to um, verbally put it out and I will put a link to this um, page on her Instagram in the show notes. So I just wanted to share this with everyone. <clears throat> Hi, all If you are interested in donating to Asian American organizations, nonprofits, or legal defense funds to help hashtag stop Asian hate, Hillary's company, HarperCollins Corp- News Corp, is matching donations made to the organizations on the next slide and in her caption. If you would like your donation matched, aka doubled, feel free to reach out to Hillary. Basically, you will send Um, the money to Hillary, um, you would send her the money you want matched and she would submit it to her company's matching program. Um, and also she made the suggestion to see if your company is doing a, um, donation match as well. So the organizations that she listed on her Instagram are the ACLU, stop Hate. Asian Health Services, APEX for Youth, APIENC, API Equality Northern California, that's what it stands for, the CAAV, and that is the Committee Against Anti-Asian Violence, DVRP, which is Domestic Violence Research Project, NAPAWF, which is the National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum, and the Asian American Legal Defense and Education Fund. Um, so if you would like... To have uh, Hillary match your donation um, to any, if you want or feel so compelled to donate to one of those organizations, uh, please DM her. Her Instagram handle is sunmarselflee. So I will spell that out. It is S-O-N-M-A-R-S-E-L-F-E-E. So definitely check her out on Instagram. I'll also have her handle in the show notes. Um, and if you are, feeling, this week has been heavy. And if you need to take a break from social media, because we are all, um, doing, we're sharing, we're, um, amplifying, but even in the good intention of amplifying and sharing, we may be harming people. Um, and I get it. Uh, it's not the harm and it harm and intention is not something that goes hand in hand. So us having the intention of sharing something good or letting people know things going on, um, it could still help cause harm. And with that apologies, if something that I've shared on my Instagram has been harmful and traumatic, definitely my apologies. I definitely get it. Um, so I think in that way, I may be limiting how much I share on, um, my story, or any part of my social media. Um, but please, if you are experiencing a lot of heavy thoughts, um, just, it's okay to take a break. It, it really is. I'm someone who took a break last summer. Um, I've taken breaks several times in my life. So sometimes when you see something really heavy, you have to take a break and it is okay if you take a break. Um, but I just wanted to share a few of those Um organizations. And if you want to go to any of those organizations outside of Hillary, uh, do that as well. Um, but definitely, um, wanted to give that information. Also if you want to go to some, any other uh, places on Instagram, I will have some of the links in the show notes. Um, a couple that I'm thinking of is Asians for anti-racism. Um, she is my podcast, my distant podcast cousin, because she is very um, good friends with uh, Charmaine, as you know, my, my, sh- my main bae from Militantly Mixed and Blurred Comics. So her name is Asian underscore soft, S-O-P-H. So we'll definitely um, head there. If you want to go to Asians for Mental Health, um, there are a lot of people that are on um, Instagram. Another one is Stop Asian Hate. Uh, there, there's a lot going on. I, I'm going to find out as many, um, handles and links that I can put into the show notes. So, um, with that, my, definitely all my love to everyone, all eight victims to their family members and their loved ones who literally thought they were just going to have just an ordinary day of work or just an ordinary day in Atlanta. Um, so if you can, um, yeah, it's just heavy and it's gonna be heavy for a very long time. Okay. Um, so that's my little spiel for right now. Um, and now let's get into the third part of the colorism series. Thank you guys so much for listening. Alrighty, here we go. (laughs) mm mm-hmm. will minutes podcast i'm stephanie thank you so much for joining me you can find the mocha minutes podcast on apple podcasts stitcher radio google play tune in cast iheart radio and spotify find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast Also, still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. back to the Mocha Minutes podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. We are on part three of our conversation about colorism. And I've been gearing this up. And every first we started with Sasha from the Bravo breakdown. And so when I told her that my guest here is coming, she's like, oh, that's going to be a good conversation. And then last week, you guys heard um, my fire sign sister's Taria and Cook, where we talked about colorism, and I also told them, and they were like, Oh, this is gonna be good. So, y'all already know who it is, but I will still give her the introduction. So, there's no way that I can have this conversation about colorism without my mother. Yes, it is I, it is me, it is Pamela Williams. <laughs> yes, the mother of the beautiful, the wonderful. Stephanie, (laughs) what a great daughter. Oh, my gosh. So thank you so much for being here. Um, It's always funny, the stuff that I can be like, can you come and do this? You're like, oh, yeah, sure, I can do that. Yes, I can do this. I can do that. love her so because of and I don't know if it's just because the world is closed but I feel like <laughs> whenever we have a have conversation series I'm like it always feels like it's long overdue yeah. and it's a continuing conversation and the one now is about colorism because a lot of people are not either they we don't have a concept of what colorism is because people don't google and we look at things oh this is colorism like so that's not what colorism is because you know it's for everybody who doesn't understand colorism, colorism is always a detriment to darker skinned people and a benefit to lighter skinned people. Always. Um and so for a lot of people they think like, oh it flows both both ways. I'm like, so if there's no reverse racism, there is no reverse colorism. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So yes. I think it was a different time for you, but it's like yes. it's different. It was this time for me when I was younger, so I, we didn't have all the words. But um, when people ask you about what colorism is now, what do you tell them it is? At least to you, how it feels colorism is. Um. Well, not too many people people ask me about it. Now, except for educated people like yourself. (laughs) But I do see it in action now a Mm -hmm. lot more. But I don't get asked about it because I am a bit much older now. But when I was growing up, I saw it in action. Mm. But it wasn't... It was pretty bad when I was growing up. But right now, I, I see it. I see it and it is... Right now it seems like it's not too much a detriment for black males. and I see that because they it is used for uh rap. and the darker you are, the more dangerous you seem. Mm-hmm. And that I don't that can be a detriment or that can help you mm-hmm. in a way to be dangerous. So yeah. It's exactly. interesting that you I think it's I'm interesting that you bring up that mm. it's different for men because yeah, I've heard is. for black men some of them don't mm. understand the concept of it yeah and so I've always been saying like it's not that black men don't experience it it's just that they don't see it as that I remember having a um discussion with Hayes and he was like well what about people who like have a preference for darker skin black men and I'm like you're talking more about a fetish, and a fetish is not a positive thing. It's like, why would they only want Darkest men? Because you think they have bigger dicks and they fuck better. It's like, is that why you... Whoa! Why? It's like, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah. You don't have to be sorry, because, well... Right, <laughs> so no, that's the no, thing. That hasn't been my case. I haven't always been married to your father, but... Um. <laughs> Y'all, y'all. Blush, blush. It, yeah. So it's kind of like when you right, have yeah. this conversation um, with um, black men, especially darker skinned black men, you'll yeah. see that a lot of them, they'll feed into colorism. Yes. Because um, I've seen I like when I've seen. Yeah. It's a benefit. So for it's, so that's why when you bring up men, it's kind of like yeah. for some black men, they don't understand it. They didn't understand it on Potomac either it's like everybody doesn't have the range to talk about it because I think when it comes to colorism, I think black women can really talk about it. Yeah. Because one, it's for like if you, the darker you are as a black woman, you're Mm -hmm. seen as you're quote unquote seen as more masculine. Yeah. And it's like, so that's not how that works. Cause what yeah does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, cause when we, when I bring up Serena Williams, a lot of people really act like we are making this up that one, people used to call her ugly. Mm-hmm. Two, they used to talk about her bushy eyebrows. Guess yeah. how I know? Cause I remember y'all saying that. And also yes. that she has to be, um, she must be a man because of how well how good of an athlete she is Yes. and then Jamie Foxx hosted the S. Es- okay it stopped for some reason sorry mm. um, Jamie Foxx hosted the ESPYs and said oh y'all look at her fat ass then all of a sudden it was like oh damn Serena I'm like mm-hmm. wait a minute hold up uh, yeah. and then they're like we ain't never said that yes y'all did then yeah. she like gets married to a white man how's she going to abandon us what you mean abandon y'all <laughs> yeah she had, she was like, she, let's see, she dated a lot of people. She also was with Common, a.k.a. the hoe for the street. And he also, she also dated Drake, um, I'm sorry. Common is, who? Common is Common Dick, okay? <laughs> Come on over It's like here, he is girl. community. Come on, <laughs> we on over We all want to step in that <laughs> community. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not about. Well, with Serena, they not only said that they compared her to an ape, mm-hmm. but she also stepped into a lily white um sport and took it over her and her sister. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason behind all of that. Um and she's not not just dark, but she she took this sport. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> she handled the entire thing. She's the best in the world. So no matter what flavor, color or anything else, she was at the top of the game. Now she's going to, you know, she, she's still like, oh, she, I think she's at, at the top uh, of her. she's game. not forty yet, yeah, yeah. Because I but, think me and Serena are not that yeah. far apart in age. Because yeah, the, the stuff that V, like the, the Williams sisters got, mm-hmm. they Tiger got Woods never got. But of I think it's mostly not. because he kind of walked back to him, him being black. He made yeah. up a whole word to do that, and I was yeah. like, "Sir, Asian or yeah, something, Cablo Asian." Yeah. And it was like, Aww, "What this does?" Okay, so where where did you get this word from? Because he who, only wanted to be a little bit black. Right. And so it kind of like, because one, Tiger was, he blackened up golf. Because I'm like, do we have any? I'm like, I'm pretty sure if I do a Google, I can find a black golfer. But golf was lucky to get him. Yeah. He was very lucky to get him because not only was he black, not that he's gone anywhere, but he was the best yeah and I pray that he gets better and yeah. everything gets well with his legs because he was really really uh, yeah. in a very horrible accident and that's horrible for anyone but he really needs his legs to come back yeah and he can be healed and I pray that he can be yeah but he was he is the best so far and that it, that's regardless of any color yeah but back to um the colorism of it all um, let's go Stephanie go <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't, it, it's you know. very interesting to watch how little things are colorism and you're just like what so on last week's show we were talking about Lovecraft Country and okay. so a girl on TikTok was someone had asked them like a crazy casting story so she was a light skinned um, black woman but she had very um Afrocentric features. She, okay. she had a very wide nose. She had mm-hmm. really full lips, but she's she was very light skinned. So she got cast on Love Cast Love Cast Country, mm-hmm. but she didn't say what it was. She said I was on the show, and she was just detailing that they had put like darker makeup on her. Um, they put makeup on her hands um, because she was supposed to be like the younger version of one of the people on the cast. Oh, okay. So here was the thing. She wasn't in any scenes. She posed for a picture that was in the background of a scene. So if you had blinked, because I blinked and missed all of this, oh. it's like you didn't even see her. She wasn't acting. She literally posed for a picture, and they put the picture in the background. And I'm like, you did all—you painted someone's whole face darker. She's maybe like four shades darker. In the photo. They painted her hands. And also, she said when she was getting her makeup done, she was in between two of the main cast. Courtney B. Vance and Journey Smollett. Okay. And it was like, they were there and they watched all of this happen. And so, it was like, wait a minute. They did all of this to make you darker because you had the facial features. But it wasn't like you were in a scene. You were just in a photo in the background that somebody wouldn't have even noticed so what, what did they and so she's like oh I had to make sure I get out because I looked ridiculous and I'm like uh, so it, you're not telling more menacing no she was just posing for a photo That's it was just to be like compared to another person on the cast and it wasn't even a main cast member it was just like you did all of this for one <laughs> little scene and it's like The bad part about it is, how many times does this happen? She's not the, nope, somebody's figured out this is what you have to do. Yeah, Like, oh, well, she has the facial features. We can just put darker makeup on her. I'm like, yeah, so this is why that Nina Simone movie flopped. Instead of y'all getting an actual black woman who has the skin tone and the facial features of Nina Simone, y'all put um, Zoe Saldana who looks nothing like her. Absolutely Nothing. Like her, and it's like Michaela Cole is right there, and it's like she looks like Nina Simone. It's like, oh, put her in the movie; she looks like her. I'm like, yeah, you're right; she does. He's like, I, I don't even. It's like it's so weird to look like little things. So we were all like, that makes no sense to do all of that for something that's like the blink of an eye. I'm like, you would miss it if you didn't tell us. <laughs> it's okay. like that's so weird. That's so dumb. Yeah. Um, okay. So now that you have a Like a notion of what colorism is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How old were you when you think you first experienced it? I think I was uh, maybe five or six. Five? Five or six as I was going to school. Mm -hmm. And black and ugly came up. I was told uh, black and ugly, and that was from other students or something. Yeah, something like that. It has to be five or six. Black and ugly. And I got that also from my mother who is very fair skinned. And black South. She's a black South. Yeah. Mm. School parent who's very fair skinned and I am very um out of uh, I would not pass the paper bag test. I would never get into any any parties. If you <laughs> never heard any. of that paper bag test, I could never get into a party. Mm. Um, and I, the age I am, it was past my... It was young, older than I was, but mm-hmm. I heard about those parties. I didn't have to go to any. Oh. But <laughs> I am dark brown. I am mocha. So, so yeah. on... Blackish. they had an episode where Jennifer Lewis's character, Ruby, was talking about when she would go down to the country and visit her family, yeah. like she couldn't, they would say, don't get out, go outside, don't get any blacker than you are, or yeah. it's like, on certain parts of the porch, you couldn't sit, she couldn't sit. Yeah, because the sun would make you blacker. Yeah. And that is, like, I heard, yeah, you don't need to give no blacker. Mm. You don't need to get no blacker and everybody gets stalker in the sun. And, right. <laughs> and at the time, you didn't think it was painful as a child. You didn't think it was a, a painful because I had relatives mm-hmm. and that lived in Virginia. And we would visit them. Uh, quite a lot. It was great going down there. It was mm-hmm. like wide open Virginia fields, corn, real hogs, mm-hmm. cows, the whole thing. It was beautiful, mm-hmm. and just they they didn't have air conditioning. They didn't have running water. They, they had, had wells. wells. You had to go and get the water, yeah. and it was great. And the food, oh my gosh, what? So <laughs> you not worry about that, and but. When I came back to the city, that's when you knew it was like black and ugly. Black mm. and ugly went together, and I was in an all-black neighborhood. It wasn't any white people. There was maybe one or two, but black and ugly went together in the city, not in the country. But black and the sun, yeah, but mm. I got that more from just my family. Black and ugly were yeah. together from my family, But friends and all of that, no, no, not my friends. But I got Mm. called ugly quite a lot. Yeah, and I think because when people talk about colorism, they're Mm -hmm. they're like, "Yeah, that's how the white people treat." It's like, no, 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 no. no. You're talking about how black people treat each other. Yeah, and it's based on. I'm like, it's you want to if you want to draw from the well, the well is white supremacy. However, Mm. (laughs) it's like we're talking about between other black people. I'm like, and every, I think every marginalized group with brown skin, Mm -hmm. they all experience colorism. Yes, Like, South Asian people experience it. We saw colorism, like, remember when the Olympics were in Rio and there were these stories how they didn't want to show the favelas because that's where the darker skinned Latinos lived. So they tried out of, they tried everything they'd like to do it. I'm like, yeah, because everybody thinks Brazilians look like Giselle Bündchen. I'm like, first of all, no it's like that's not what Brazilians actually look like and even Shakira who's from Colombia and she's like still somewhat of a fairer skin Latina Latina so it's kind of like every it's like yeah there's a lot of colorism that goes into it because I'm like yeah y'all don't understand i'm like that whole like like skin whitening and skin bleaching products that's yeah. for everybody yeah. and if, if you're darker skin it's like oh my gosh remember on america's next top model the uh, model the beautiful indian model she was so i think her name was Anshul. Uh, yes so gorgeous oh, beautiful. but and she was like I yeah got i gotta wear the colored contacts the skin lightening creams. She mm-hmm. said I'm too dark, Be- and they said I'm not beautiful because I'm too dark. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's colorism because mm-hmm. you look at Anshel and like she is so beautiful. This is where—where are y'all getting that that's she's it. ugly? But and not even her face—it's just her skin tone. Skin tone. That's it. It was like, yeah. this is nuts. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it's like it—it's pervasive because all of it is like, the closer to whiteness, the more beautiful you are. Yeah. And then it's. I make a joke about Mary to medicine. One of the um, women on there like, her name is Lisa Nicole Cloud and her husband, Darren. And everybody's like, Darren is so fine. I'm like, Darren is not fine. Darren is light-skinned with a mole. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not going to throw anybody out of bed because he's light-skinned. Like um... yeah, oh, my God, he's so fine. Because when I was telling, like, we've talked about, like, back, you remember back in the day, it was like Team Denzel versus Team Wesley. It was like, are you, are you 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 like Denzel? Or you like Wesley? And this is two darker skinned black men. It wasn't like <laughs> I'll take Denzel him, uh, versus Wesley. Mario Van Peebles. That's not what happened. <laughs> Cause nobody like Mario Van I mean, Peebles. I mean, he is kind of fine, but his daddy's fine too. Man, I'm, I'm like mean. I don't know what it is, but it's kind of like. Come but on. also on the same token, on the flip side, you had Al B. Sure, exclamation point. It's like, I don't know what it was about it, I'll be sure. But it's like, he has an exclamation point on his That's name. That's how he came out. And it's like, he's so fine. It's like, but he was cool, though. But I didn't, We well, uh, when he first came out, nobody really knew what he looked like. Really? No. They didn't show him because it came on the radio. And it took a long time to, to get that tape. see people. Table. Yes. And oh. they get that t- Yeah. And when so it came was, out, like, you had no idea what he looked like. So was New City the first time a lot of people saw him? no no oh it took a long time I mean, he had he had a whole seat i mean tape out first mm-hmm. and then when he came, i was like what mm-hmm. yeah and then it was like oh my god oh he can't act right it <laughs> was like man that movie is just <laughs> this movie is so good but Albie i mean, sure like, how is act? luther vandross better in the movie and he don't say nothing because uh, he don't say anything. Right. It was like, he was Lisa a threatening fellow. Luther <laughs> was just making facial expressions. Yes. I'm like, he has not said one word in Meteor yes. Man. He don't <laughs> have no speaking parts. Why is he better in a movie than Al B. Shore exclamation point who had lines <laughs> with Wesley? I'm yeah. like, he didn't need to speak. How is this possible? Because he couldn't act. But also, Meteor say- Man was a it's a gem, y'all. It really is a gem. Yes. I, I heart this so much. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, Robert Townsend, I'm like, I love it. It's such a cult classic. I'm like, y'all need to stop sleeping on Meteor Man. Yes. Oh, the very Meteor good, Man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Very, very good. Very oh my good. God. <laughs> so, because you had seen, like, it wasn't the word, but it was like, you experienced colorism. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. now you have a daughter. Yeah. Do you, so, because... Because um, we've been talking about how it differs between men and mm-hmm. women. Do you th- um, think that you parented me and Steven differently? Yes. Because of color? Do you? Th- I do. I do. And I tried to stay away from the whole color thing. Mm-hmm. Because it, it didn't matter to me. But when you were born, you were so light. And really? That, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You were... Like, you almost looked white. You almost looked like a white baby. And you had a head full of black, jet black curls. You're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And you were huge, like eight pounds of baby. And my mother was there with me. And she was like, this is a beautiful baby. You were just just beautiful. And as you know, when we by the time we got home, you just looked kind of light. That was like two or three oh, days okay. later. Okay. I don't know, but you were really, really light. So for a while, you were really, really light. Mm-hmm. And my mother was so happy because you looked just like her. <laughs> And I mean, also on your father's side, his people are very were light too, but mm-hmm. not real light. Yeah. So no. it wasn't it wasn't like that. But my mother is very colorist because she she liked saying black, black and ugly. Mm. Black, do you black think that's something that she had to like grow out of? Do you think? I don't think she will. Oh, I don't think she will because her mother was very dark Mm -hmm. and her father was was very very light light. That's yeah Mm -hmm. and so she was kind of caught between two worlds Mm -hmm. right there and she was brought up in virginia and she's very fair and her brother is very dark because of that yeah so kind of straddling both worlds for her i don't i'm not sure we never really discussed that yeah but you can see the impartiality of that, because I'm dark, hmm. and one son, and both of my brothers, one brother was really fair-skinned, mm-hmm. and one was in the middle. Yeah. So, you had all and three and different you bring shapes. it up, it really, um... Three different shades. It helps people to, well, it's like, because when people were talking about, like, when black people mm-hmm. um procreate, and they look at, like the skin tone of their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the running joke was about the Cosby show. Like you had like one dark skinned kid and three light skin. But it's like, <laughs> but that really is how this happened. Because happens. it's like, so it's not that far off, no. per se. Because not at all. that that's no. that's how it is. It's like you yeah. can have people with the same parents and there are three different skin tones. Because I have a friend, um mm-hmm. I have friends who like she has a sister and a brother and they're all not the same skin tone. Like yeah. the, like the brother is the darkest. Mm-hmm. And then she Is a little bit um she's a little bit oh she's fine. Um it's a little she's a little bit darker and then our sister other sister darker. They're all not the same skin tone. But they have both all have the same parents. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like and their parents are not darker skinned people. So it's very interesting when you look (laughs) at it, like that's just how genetics work come out. That's just how it comes out. So it's like I would understand the jokes about the college. You're like, why are all these light skinned people and then this? And it's like, well, That's that how it really goes. can happen. Yeah. Because I mean, me and Stephen have the same parents, and we're not the same skin tone. No. <laughs> no. And then, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and I, yeah. And I, um, I am darker than my father. Well, than my father was, mm-hmm. but I'm the same complexion my grandmother was. Right. And then, like, <laughs> like and, you know, I am his his daughter is a little bit lighter than you, and it was just like it's so weird, and it's just like this uh, yeah. is so crazy, yeah. like how skin tone and genetics really do work, and I'm like yeah, it's like yeah, it's, so and yeah, I have a yeah. cousin who is is very light and then mm-hmm. complected, and he has freckles. You know who else has freckles? And it's crazy whenever <laughs> I look weird. at her. Gabrielle Union has freckles. Yeah, and I'm and, like, and it, a lot and, of people are like, "Oh, that's only for lighter skinned people." No, I'm like, it's not there are darker skinned black people do freckles. have freckles. I'm like, and yes. I think it's super cute when I see them. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh. I was like, oh, yeah. so cute. Because I yeah. think what's her name, Jamel Hill? She has freckles, I think. Does she? I thought I so because once she always had makeup, but I think maybe when she, was, she was, was like on her honeymoon, and I think I saw it. I'm like, oh, she does have. She has freckles. Yeah, and um. Yeah, and it's just like it's he so did. interesting. And when we Gregory. Look at so, the he does, he like does. Yeah, so does Chip. Yeah, yeah. So no. it's kind, of, and they're not the same skin tone, and it's, so it's like not I wonder what, the, what, the, how that works. It's I like no, but they not, didn't it had no, no one was darker mm-hmm. in that area, but uh, well, and Anne was like yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah, and, and they all had the same parents. Yes it's so it's like you go oh yeah, yeah so yeah. because of colorism like because you knew how pervasive and how toxic it can be mm-hmm. what were some of the things that you put in place as a parent for me um, to combat that because one it's like you can't change the world but no. you're going to change the world in your home and how that looks okay I ch- went well, well with you I wanted you to know that you were special and you were wonderful not because of anything you did, Mm -hmm. but because of who you are. You couldn't work to be just wonderful. You didn't have to do anything to be wonderful. You just are wonderful. It was Mm -hmm. so important to me that you realize that your own skin was just great. So you didn't have to fix anything to do anything that you just are. Yeah. Period. You didn't have to go and do nothing. You're going to be and do great things. But let's start with, I'm wonderful just how I am. Look at that mirror. Look at the mirror, and, and you. Yeah, I remember you getting angry with me. I don't want to look at the mirror. Don't looking at it anyway. <laughs> she did. She was <laughs> like, "Go look at the mirror. I don't want to do it. Go in there and go look. Go look, because I get so bad. It's like, uh, this... <sighs> and I, I think you're saying something that's very poignant that I don't think a lot of women get to hear. That saying like you just. You're wonderful because just you are. Because a lot of times, this is how women are raised as children. They're raised Mm -hmm. to help and take care of other people. And the only way that you're valuable as a woman is if Mm -hmm. you're a good wife, if you're a good mother, you can cook and clean and do this. And it's like, okay, so there's a thing called Uber Eats. (laughs) Nigga, I will order you some food. Like, what the (laughs) hell is going on here? Ah, It's like, what? So it's kind of like for a lot. And that's it seems like old school thinking but it's still there it's like still you're there. not I'm like i mean are you a great woman i'm like yes. are, you, are you a mother do you do you have someone to love you and it's like you yes. sound miserable talking about the man you share a bed with i know yes. you're not talking to me yes and it's kind of like that's a lot of women we don't hear that and especially it's for black women black yes. women's like we're it, it seems like for a lot of people the only way they love a black woman is if it's somehow a transactional relationship. Yeah, exactly. A wife, a mother, a kid, yes. a sister. It has to be something from you. It can't be just like, I just love black women because they're beautiful. And I just it. love black women and that's it. I'm like, I just love black women because they're black women and I'm a black woman and I love black women. That's yes. it. I'm like, I don't need you to do anything else. But it's like, for a lot of black women, we're kind of just told like, you're on this earth to be of service to somebody else. else. And that is my was my main goal is for you to get to a point sometime it may not be this day and it may have already occurred and i don't it doesn't that the, the point the timeline didn't matter to me what is important to me is mm-hmm. that you live your life realizing that nothing in this world is going to give you importance but you because that way, nobody else can walk away and take your importance away. Yeah. Only you can do that. Because I did not learn that until I was past 40 years old. I had to learn that through therapists and tears and depression and people hurting my feelings. And am like, you can't have that. Mm-hmm. You can't take parts of me away when you leave, and I, I didn't realize I had to have that kind of esteem in myself, and it was important for me to put that into you and Stephen. Mm-hmm. That you guys are important. Nobody else is going to give it to you. Nobody, and they, and that way they can never ever take it away from you. It's not just self-esteem. It's yeah. love for yourself and not above people, but a lot of people don't love themselves unless other people love them first. Like they have to use other people to validate how much they love themselves. Well, if I don't have 3.2 men and five childrens, that mean I'm not important. Well, guess what? Yeah, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Regardless of how many other people, if you don't love yourself, if you don't, you're gonna do do all kinds of ridiculous craziness, and you're gonna end up hurting yourself. And it matters. You matter. Yeah, you better matter to you. Yeah, and that's what I meant. I mean, I know we had lots of fights about this, people. I just need to sell you that. Wow, wow, we, wow, wow, Bethany, wow, wow, wow. Love this girl. <laughs> love her. And love my daughter. Just because her name is Stephanie Nicole Williams. That's it. You ain't got to do anything else. But well, just be happy with your life. Nobody cosigns on that. Took me a long time to get here. Yeah. You... I- I- Mental health, and, and I don't know if it's just because it's the pandemic, a lot of people are like they're using it as a buzzword, and I'm like, y'all, this has been around for quite some time. Because when they, when mm. people position themselves to be spokespeople of the black community, mm. and there's a lot that's under that umbrella of blackness, it's no, not just it is. black, and mm. it's like, yeah, there's a lot of people who's who is trying to get under that umbrella that y'all keep pushing out, and it's like. Um, yeah so I get it's like you watch cause this happened with Ice Cube and his contract with Black America and people were just like so you're missing some stuff you're not talking about mental health you're not talking about, talking about childhood hunger you're not talking about um, trans folks you're not talking about queer rights you're not talking yeah. about black maternal health you're mm-hmm. not talking about any of that So, but you're saying give us black banks and give us money and give us land and that'll solve everything and it's yeah. like <laughs> it won't what are you talking about? Where are you getting this from? And so it's kind of like you just go. There's so much under blackness, and one mm-hmm. one big thing that I just I'm like, and I don't know if it's just because we've used therapists and we're, we see the mm-hmm. value of having a therapy and what therapy really is it's very that important. people don't realize how like one how there's a lot of unhealed trauma in our community, yes. and some of it is just it's coming from childhood because yeah. it's unhealed. Mm-hmm. It's not... Because one, mm-hmm. to clean... A, to get to heal, you yeah. got to clean the wound, which means you got to go in and you got to get all the shit out. Yes. It's like you can't just put a bandit on Like, that's not helping. That's not healing. Because yeah. one, there's a lot of shit under that mandate. Yeah. And so one of those things, I'm like... Because we were talking earlier about Kirk Franklin and his son. Yeah. And everybody's talking about his age. He's 32. And mm-hmm. I'm like, there's a lot of people who don't get... To therapy until like past thirty-five. Yeah. And it's like that takes work. It's not a light switch. And also, it can't be when you hear older people talk about their kids. I'm like, I'm 85, but my child is 60 and she's always gonna be my baby. He's always gonna be my baby. Mm-hmm. But then you're telling a 32 year old man, you a grown ass man and you need to grow the fuck up. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, is he still not your baby? Mm-hmm. Is he stopped being your baby? Yeah. And it's like one, I'm not gonna sit here. I'm like, it's like we're black people, and we have gallows humor, so we're going to make jokes about, like, okay, this shit is not supposed to be funny, but what? let me tell you this funny-ass joke. <laughs> let me tell you how funny, because that's just yeah. how, it's like, believe me, there's no way the strength of people who came from came here as the equivalents of bales of hay to have to basically get... Every single right. Literally the right to breathe and say you're a human. It's like that's how basic our rights were in this country that we had to get everything. There's no possible way you can get through that kind of trauma as a race without some gallows humor. I'm like, we got to laugh to keep from crying because y'all make us cry a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So, when I'm watching this man, he's 32, he'll be 33. I'm like, there's a lot going on there, mm-hmm. and that's still his show. I'm like, y'all don't know what it was like to have Kirk Franklin as your daddy. You know what it's like to listen to his music. Mm-hmm. You know what it's like to listen to maybe his show. Mm-hmm. You see him on IG Live, but you don't know what he is as a person, especially if this person that he helped create came before Tanny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, y'all don't know yeah. what this is like. I'm like, how do how 'Cause he's yeah. thirty two. Yeah. So, so how what you about, 50s, carry the 60 Right. I don't even think he's I don't even think he's close to sixty. I think he's in his fifties. Yeah, so, so it's like he yeah, had him at very young. young. So oh, it's God. a lot. And then it was like, no, no, he's too old. I'm like, Yeah. So you're never too old to go to therapy. Yeah. Trauma Just at least Start. Trauma, trauma doesn't don't doesn't have age. It doesn't. It doesn't have an expiration. I'm like, oh, you're past thirty five. Yeah, we can't talk about the childhood trauma right now. Uh uh-uh, uh no, mm. you're over thirty five. That's not where did, where do you think how that works. Where do you put tra- where do you put childhood trauma? Right. You you either you face it, you stuff it, or you heal it. Right. You gotta, I like, either way. Either way, was like, oh my you gotta gosh, do something he's it was He's thirty two. like he's too old. I was like, I started my therapy when I was thirty two. Yeah. I was like, I remember I was like, child. I'm like, no, no. It's like, and I don't have nowhere near the trauma that it seems like this man has and have had because one, my father is not famous. (laughs) This man is also famous. It's like he's not just Kirk Jones from around the way. He is famous. And his trauma may, whatever is hurting him or has hurt him or Mm -hmm. still hurting him may not have anything to do with his father. Correct. Which is possible, but But he gotta he gotta do that work. And it's kinda like He for has us, to do that. Yeah. And our people are mm, I don't wanna say not doing that type of work, mm-hmm. but I know very few who are. They would rather let time heal that, and a lot on religion mm-hmm. can heal that. They can pray it away and, and pray like, it away. Yeah. And, and that is. Uh, is that, part and of Also, it. you can also go to a pastor and also talk about it because some of them are trained in therapy too. Mm-hmm. So that's good. As long yeah. as you get it off of you. Yeah. However, you want to do is get it off of you. Yeah. But you have to recognize that there's something there that needs to get off of you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fine, too. But get it off of you. Please. Get it off of you. Yeah. Because it's, it's, that's the only way. It's <sighs> the only way is to get it off of you. Pick, some, pick any way you want to do that. Mm-hmm. But recognize that there is a problem, that the problem ain't outside of yourself. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take both. Yeah, it's kind of like, and also, I saw Kirk's video. I was like, y'all, and there are people like, he apologized. I'm like, he apologized to us. He didn't apologize to his son. So that apology is coming out of, I'm so sorry, y'all, that y'all got to see this because I've been trying to do. So this is not an apology. He was like, and then I use cuss words. I'm like, sir, you said I would let the chopper spray. So this is not, I'm not surprised at any of this mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't realize before Kanye West made a, CD called Jesus is King Kirk Franklin was the worldly gospel person that they said you a little too worldly you a little too secular we can't invite you to all our different churches because remember he couldn't get into those churches mm. they were like you a little too uh uh-uh. uh you bringing in salt from salt and pepper you bringing in too much hippity hop we ain't doing that that ain't no Jesus in that now. and people were celebrating Kanye I was like Kirk Franklin would like a word with y'all Mm-hmm. He would like a quick word in the deacon's office because y'all <laughs> literally said he was a little too worldly. Yeah. So it's like, that's. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, I think child. Jesus would like to have a word with all of you. Right. It was like. Because Jesus was too worldly when he was here, wasn't it? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, oh my God. And look, look at how. They, I'm like, then y'all don't know about Leandra. Y'all don't know about Leandra. I'm like, y'all saw her on Inyonla, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. The freelance auntie, Um, mm. you saw her on that show, and it's like y'all don't know that woman can sing. Oh, no. oh Lord, it's that woman. Whew. That woman will make your heart ball. It's like ugh. listen to her sing. It's listen like to to Leandra sing. got the voice. It's yeah, like yeah, that ah! is the voice. That is the voice. It's like she could just blow. And it. there was so much pain. There. Yes, if you could listen to her. And not see the person, judge the person, and apply what she's singing about Mm -hmm. to yourself. Yeah. Oh, my God. Would this be a different world? Mm
1: -hmm. Because you would
0: have to look at yourself. Yeah. Spend the time with yourself. You're pretty great people out there, right? Right. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) you can't always blame it on your mama and your daddy and your auntie down the street and all that. Sometimes... Sometimes horrible things don't happen to people. Sometimes like what's happening now that is nobody's fault. This yeah. pandemic, it's it's really nobody's fault and it's under no one's control under other than Jesus and God. Everybody's going through a hard time. Yeah. And no one is going to d- debate that. And it's enough to hurt you. If you're not careful, yeah. So maybe, just maybe, find the strength inside yourself to face yourself.
1: Because you it's
0: because it's a lot. Because what lot I've lot. learned in therapy, and it's probably something you learn too, mm-hmm. is that you learn that you can't change anybody. You anybody. change how you react yeah. to that person. Yes, you're just changing your reaction. You're yes. not. You going to therapy is not changing anybody. It's just changing no. you. Cuz it's like you there's no way that Caryn Franklin can change Kirk Franklin. Oh, he no. he can't. There's Mm-mm. nothing you're gonna you going to do because be mad forever. Right? You can be mad for He was like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Cuz he he apologized out of embarrassment, not yeah. because he saw any pain cuz it's like I don't I'm like I'm not doing this with y'all. Yeah. And it was like it was worse. It was like that it's that forty was it was only apology. 45 seconds. But it's like he only showed 45 seconds. And then he said TD Jakes was on his call too. Time out, why are we bring it. TD was like, man, how'd I get into this? You see how they just bring my name up and stuff? I ain't even did nothing. Man. I ain't said nothing. If you going to offer anyone an apology, why are you doing it over the internet? He did it on Instagram and it's like, and I or, like and it, I'm, on like, the, I'm or, like, or, yeah. Over the internet. Why, yeah. why 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 are you doing that? Why are you not picking up the? phone and calling your child and saying we need to talk. I'm mad at you. You it's, wrong. Cause, like, Whatever y'all need to say, that's between y'all two. Yeah. And Jesus himself. Why are you not talking to your child? Cause, why are you bringing all of the up? Uh, is it Instagram, Twitter? Mm-hmm, what is he doing? It's form? Instagram. Why is everybody else involved? So you can they can go, ooh, what a good daddy. And, and now it's like, talk it's like, to like you, did, right? It's like, did y'all listen to what he said? He didn't apologize for anything other than i'm sorry y'all had to see this it's like wait is that so we can make what you're gonna make sure everybody buy your music right and then it's like and people are like going like he's grown up and he need to get away from this i'm like but a week or so ago y'all wanted safe spaces for men i'm like y'all wanted safe spaces i'm like so where is his safe space y'all wanted us to call in and not call out black straight black men sis. Hey, sis, straight black man, y'all wanted to safe spaces. Y'all said, call us in and not call us out, and then y'all were like, "Fuck that nigga." No, bro, <laughs> the fuck up, bitch. Up, like you need to nut up, wait. nigga. It's like, wait, what? Why? I mean, I'm like, wait think... a minute. So why? Y- See, this is why you don't realize why if you are not a straight black man, why do you think these other people have safe spaces from you? From You, why should any woman be like, I feel uncomfortable going to a barbershop with my son because I felt uncomfortable. If you're a gay black man going to a Mm -hmm. barbershop, you're like, let me not move too much or Mm -hmm. say too much because I don't want them to know that I, they might be like picking it up. Oh, I got it. Right. So it's like, and you've heard gay men say that. I'm like, yeah, I go to a barber, but I, I don't say nothing. I don't talk too much. I nod. Yes or no, short? I'm like, I don't talk. It's like, because one, I don't want that. And then think about what they hear. And it's like, you hear what they say about women, they hear about gay men, they come out trans people. It's like, they hear all of this. And it's like, let me not say anything because y'all might start attacking me. So let me be quiet. Get my, get my regular and give you your $12 and get the fuck out. Because you're going you're gonna to make me say something. I'm like, nope, let me go. So it's like, why do you think women have safe spaces? Why do you think queer people have safe spaces? Why do you think black, single black mothers have safe spaces? Because y'all always shitting on them. Mm. Like, how, Like, you think they just went into this to be single mothers? Mm. It's like, how did this happen? Mm. It's like anything that happens to your child, it's the mama's fault. I'm like, well, what the, like, what? She was a single mother. Oh, look, she raised him terribly. Where's his daddy? Mm. Why is it never his fault? I'm like, I'm not trying to put blame because we're talking about adults doing shit. But it's like, if you want to place blame, it needs to be split evenly. Stop saying like, well, it's the mama and she ain't do something. I'm like, yeah, so there's a lot of good men who've been raised Mm -hmm. by single mothers who don't do that shit. So I'm sorry. Mm. What's the difference? It's like, it's her fault. I'm like, it's she, she if she not there, if she is there, you love them too much, you don't love them enough, you give them too much, you don't give them too much. <laughs> it was like, I'm sorry, is it Uchi Wally? Is it one mic? Which one is it her fault? It's like, why is it always a woman's fault? It's like, what what is wrong with you? It's like, have I lost it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, she, I can't. so like, you know she's <laughs> like, is it Uchi why? <laughs> Can I just, so, when what? we I've been talking about colorism, and mm-hmm. and whenever I tell people this, they just go that's not true, like oh it was, now you remember Escape when I was in high school now, you remember the group Escape, it was Candy it was the yeah. two Tamikas and Natasha, <laughs> mm-hmm. now when I tell oh. people who are younger, I was like, I just want to let y'all know something. Tiny was considered the pretty one. they like, no right. the fuck, she wasn't. Yes, she was, because she was the light-skinned one. Yeah, I did, and I thought she was a... Right, not. and the thing about it is, it's like, the thing about it is, she looks different than she does now. She had some work done. She had some work done. Mm-hmm. I think she got something on her face, and I think she's also, her face looks fuller. She also had, like, her eyes permanently, like... Lightened? Is some weird permit thing with her eyes, and I'm like, I don't she know why. Dead person eyes. But also, she really got somebody's eyes. It's so funny because her mama is actually white, so it's kind of like you go, "Ain't she doing strippers?" All right, See? <laughs> wrong conversation. Uh, allegedly, oh. allegedly, okay, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> don't come get me Ti, because Co- you know. Uh, sorry, I ain't white, but well. Ooh. Okay, All I right. can be a stripper for a minute. Hey. Oh. Anyway, that, that, but fool? Anyway, um, it's so still Ti, oh, okay, so um, keep right. your wife. Oh, everybody got that keep. problematic faith <laughs> yeah, You keep your wife, but um, <laughs> let your wife stay home. Oh, like, well, right. Ti, it's like no. Mm. Okay. okay, sorry. So we've been talking about colorism how it looked when you were mm-hmm. younger, yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. What does colorism look like to you now? Now, it you know it it's a lot different now because one i'm older and i have tunnel vision but (laughs) i do and with my i see it with my children it doesn't look the same as it did because there is a lot of i'm old i'm gonna use an old term a lot of race mixing did you say (laughs) race mixing? (laughs) so we see a lot of um like uh, children with both races Mm-hmm. And people of both races. And they're beautiful too. Everybody is, you know, with different race parents having different, you know, children. It doesn't even matter. And they're beautiful no no matter what. And it, I don't see it as much. But I'm also not of that age where it would relate to me anymore. You think so? Uh, uh-huh. I really don't. Mm. I don't see that anymore. And I have not heard the term that used to just hurt my feelings as a child you good looking to be black Mm. i haven't heard that and it's old and it's ignorant and i'm glad it's dead it needs a headstone that's a horrible thing to say to anybody all you people never say anybody is good looking to be anything just say they're good looking and shut the fuck up just say you're good looking. Yeah. Not, not to be like everybody. You're good looking to be white. You're good looking to be Mexican. You're good looking to be anything else except just say you're good looking or you give the compliment and don't diminish the whole race of people that are or color that they are. Just say, just give the compliment yeah. without giving a smack to. Yeah, because it's like, I think women my age 35 and older, mm-hmm. we heard the. You're cute to be a dark girl. Oh, and well, a lot yeah. of people younger than they've never heard that. They're like, nobody's ever said that to mm-hmm. me. I'm like, yeah, they're probably saying it like, oh, you a Kelly Rowland. What does that mean? One, Kelly mm-hmm. Benfine. I don't know why y'all been sleeping on Kelly Rowland for you. like Because cool. now when young ladies... Who's Kelly Rowland? From Destiny's Child. Oh, yeah. I forgot about her. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, like, Destiny's okay. Child. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of like now it's like they're not saying it's more like color oh, colorism ain't real because there's some really pretty dark skinned girls, and it's like, oh, really? And you can name the same four. I'm like, okay, name, <clears throat> put your list, but leave off four people: Gabrielle Union, Lupita <laughs> Nyong'o, Kelly Rowland, Naomi Campbell. Name some other people. Oh, I'm sorry, and um, Buffy the Bat. There's a lot of people that I could name, but it's like Megan when you ta- talk Megan The Stallion. But the thing about this, so I could let me tell you this: Do you know people were saying that she's ugly, Megan? Megan and I'm like she is nowhere near ugly why because she's dark Mm -hmm. and she's tall that's the thing Megan is tall so she's darker skin she's tall Mm -hmm. and she's got somewhat of a deeper voice yeah because you hear the way she talks Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like she I mean she looked a little too manly and it's only because of her darker skin really and it's like they don't say that anymore, but it was like a couple of years ago they were saying that she's not all that pretty. And I was like, making a stallion? Like, what? she is gorgeous. What? Wow. Okay. out of here. It's like, all right. okay. okay. All right. Day to each his own and I was everything. like, I guess. I'm like, all right. I didn't realize that. Well, uh, wow. Mm-hmm. I, think, I was, I was like, like, where are we getting this from? But of course, it's really? like if you're a darker skinned black woman, you're and it's like, Subject. you don't, you to that. It's Like and manly, special. and it's like, why is that darker skin being more masculine? And it's like, that's so weird. Good looking, you look, you're good looking to be black. It's like you're what pretty to mean? be black. See, that's the thing. I got <laughs> you're pretty to be dark, and I also got you're pretty to be fat. Then it's like, so I got both, both of them. Oh, yeah, and I mean, it was like, oh, this is fun. What? So I was, I remember telling Sasha about the fact that. For Nutty Professor, the movie with Eddie Murphy, do you know? I don't think I, I've seen that movie outside. We went to the movie theater to see mm-hmm. it, and I still remember crying in that movie theater. That one part where Dave Chappelle was making all of those jokes and everybody was laughing, and he mm-hmm. was trying to act like he couldn't, he he didn't want to show that he was upset. I'm mm-hmm. Like I still have never seen that part again. Whenever it comes on, I'm like I just don't watch that part. I just with don't. With Dave Chappelle. With yeah. Dave Chappelle. And when he goes outside yeah. and he takes, um, what's her name, his date mm-hmm. home and he just yeah has a newspaper. I still cry. Yeah. I still cried at that point. Yeah. And, and just it's like, I still don't watch like that And she was like, really? I'm like, I've never, why, yeah. I've never seen the movie Norbit. And they're like, why? Because that's not funny. And I'm like, one, why is it? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she's a big, fat, dark-skinned black woman because that's what we're seeing as. It's like, we're, we're aggressive, not assertive, aggressive. We're loud and obnoxious, and/or in some weird way overtly sexual. Very now, uh, but but it's. I'm sorry, nobody is that funny. I try. I I, I've never seen it, so I don't I even know tried. what to tell people. People are like you've never mm. seen. It? I'm like I've no. never ever mm. seen it. No. Like it's not for me when I think about um, bigger women representation. It is mm. not fat girls with Monique. It is not BAPS oh, no. with Natalie Desselleme. She rests in peace, and I was yeah. like. She never. That that was never a joke. Mm-mm. She was on even. She was like the funniest part on oh, Eve. Oh I mean, yeah, she was on yeah okay. show, yeah, And she's also yeah. in Rodgers and it Hammerstein. Still comes it does. It does. Yeah. And so she's also in the Robert Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella with Brandy and and Whitney Houston. She's one of the ugly, <sighs> one of the quote unquote ugly stepsisters. Oh no. I... Mm. This on Disney Plus, and I don't have Disney Plus. I need them to, see, yeah, I don't know who I need to talk to, but I need the soundtrack streaming like yesterday, okay? Okay. I'm like, I'm tired of this. I'm like, I love that soundtrack. I'm like, one, I love that brandy. It was like, see, it broke the mold of remember like it's this is the other thing saying. about colorism when it comes to certain makeup that black darker black women could wear we couldn't wear blue eyeshadow yes. and we couldn't wear red lipstick Oh, never, and definitely because not. of Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella what color was Brandy's makeup blue yes. and it was like oh shit but the, and then it's like red it's like we can just use a red that can complement our skin tone there's so many shades of red but they didn't want to tell black women that yeah. it's like yeah but every white woman can't wear the same shade of red either but they don't tell you that they just yeah. say black women can't wear red yeah but that, that and, and you know what that's not such a bad thing it's a good thing we found out on our own you know why because you can't take that away from me once you that's learn it true. yourself once you learn it yourself I don't care what you say this is what I it found out. It looks good on me. Oh. Guess who looked good in a nice plum. Like, a little Look who looked good in the Ruby Woo. I'm like, oh, Ruby Woo is that girl oh, from Mac. It's yeah. like. I don't, need, I don't need you. You can go have you can go seat. over there. I'm like, go over go, there. Go sit it's there. Because like, it's like, <laughs> it's kind of nice. It's like, like, oh, this blue is nice. I'm like. too so discovered. It was like, that's how I feel about where I wear green eyeshadow. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah because yeah, oh, I'm I green, too. It's like, oh, I can wear this. I'm like, oh, no, y'all shouldn't be wearing any of this. Just wear these earth yes. tones. I'm like, mm. no, baby. We can wear a lot of colors. I can wear green. Green looks good. Green, I, got I can wear some blue, some purple. Yeah like oh I it's love it everybody nice. finds their bright color but it's like they yes. told black women that they couldn't it's like if you're yeah. a darker skin woman like why are you wearing pink lipstick I'm like so yeah. you can make that work for you because yes. there's a lot of light skinned black women one, one that's on a show right now that she wore this candy pink lipstick I'm like girl give me a napkin Gimme, give, give me a baby white girl if don't you don't take I this. I don't know what show you're talking about. Oh, I tell you off the air. All right. right. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> and I It's like, like, girl, it was like <laughs> no. No. Okay. So for this colorism series, and because of this was not, the series is not planned around this interview. But <laughs> Meghan Markle and Prince Harry in their oh. interview with Oprah. People are like, oh, my God, Oprah's so good at this. And I'm like, she should do a, do a talk show. Have you lost your, your damn mind? mind. That's she, all she does. She's very she good at it. She has, like, 40 years in the game. <laughs> what you mean? That is what she does. This is what she does. Well, she has a was like, She was, like, she was so funny. Can I just tell you, yeah, you've seen her in other Interviews. Remember, she interviewed Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston. She was not as expressive about what Megan was saying as she was with them. She was like, what? I'm like, why do I feel like it? Wait a minute. You didn't even do this with fucking Michael Jackson when he's talking about his Because thing. it was explosive. It was like it was very... I, what? I am shocked by a lot of that. I really am, but mm-hmm. they are also in a different country. Look what they did to Diana. And she was white. And I think that's the part of it. And that's why I kind of like Harry. I think Vivica Fox joked and called him light-skinned Harry. I'm like, see, this is how I know y'all don't know a lot of stuff. And some people didn't pay attention. Y'all did not pay attention to how Harry would talk after Diana died. He was like... I'm off this. Yes. I ain't getting nowhere near the throne. I'm not going to yes. be prince. I'm not going to be king. So, y'all good to hell luck everybody. You you go to hell. And it's like believe me, if he could have just said, "I don't want to do any of this," he would have. And then it's like you saw This was, like, constant with Megan for, like, five years. Yes. I'm like, this is five years of people literally gaslighting you and doing microaggressions and then saying it's not racism because we let white people define racism. I'm like, yes. so, yeah, so what you're doing is racism because you're actually telling, oh, it's not racist for me to, like, point this out. Yes, it is, actually. Yes. And so Harry only needed one reason. Like, you know what? All, he needed... Fuck this shit, I'm out. Do one more thing. (laughs) And he was like, look, can we just do this part-time? Can I be a seasonal royal? No, you can't. Okay, well, then I'm gonna just move to Canada. Canada. After what happened to his mom? And he was like, I watched this happen to my mother, and it's like, his mama wasn't black. No. Diana is the reason that the whole big boom of paparazzi really did happen. It had nothing to do with any celebrities. It was Diana. Diana. It was like the way they did her. And she she walked away from the crown, too? Mm -hmm. She did. After... Her husband, the prince, cheated, cheated on, on her. Mm-hmm. He's married to his side piece. He married her after, like, what, and decades made together? they it seem like it was her fault that she was going to divorce him. Yeah, damn, Skippy, she going to divorce like, him. Bye. And she, and she, y'all can call me up, y'all can talk about me, but I'm sorry she was not as beautiful as Diana. She, she's not. Sorry. She, she was not, you but cheated. she d- deliberately—not not deliberately, but obviously cheating with this woman while married to her, and she was supposed to stay married to him. Like you're, like y'all have lost y'all plum minds. Y'all got her full circle fucked so... up. <laughs> it's like you got me full circle so, fucked up. And, the, and the other son must be. Not, you know what that did to her. Mm-hmm. No wonder she noticed that. And notice, it's like for William, it's like I guess this is just. Um, this is just how it goes. I'm like Mm-mm. William Harry is like fuck. He joined the army to get away from y'all. I'm like, how do you join the British military? Going like, I'm gonna do something I'm a, else. Yeah, I'm gonna do something so else. I can just get away from and the fuck with y'all. He has and because two of babies, his, the of I hope they name Diana. Oh no, I hope they do too. Yeah, because if but she a girl, not. I said. Oh! But also, she might not because mm. Diana did die young. And yeah. You don't want that one, yeah. Your child, and, a, and the you thing know, about it is with like, her, it's like, oh, oh, it's like oh, oh, the reason that they are able to walk away is because of the money Diana left. Now money forty million dollars. <laughs> so what if he did not have a nest egg? You essentially wanted them to stick in this and just take to all of this. Them it's like you, you know. wanted something else, and that's the thing. Harry's like, I was a kid when that happened. I'm a grown up. This is not happening. Yeah. And it's the bad part. Of so when you look at a lot of people did not know that Meghan Markle was biracial because you look at her, she definitely yeah. is white I didn't white know she wasn't biracial until, until after Suits. When she was on Suits, I never really looked at it. So I didn't oh, know okay. like, that Because, you know, the USA shows, it's that's like until I could the get into. <laughs> the, only, mind. the only USA show that I got into was Psych. Psych I is, I love Psych. Psych is so that. good. I didn't even look at I, that. L- I love Psych. You know. I love the two movies. But Suits and I think the one with um, Matt Bomer, his fine, uh, oh, he's oh, so yeah, fine. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, Pretty I, boy. I, yeah. I didn't watch that one. I just watched Psych. So I didn't yeah. know. But then you see clips of, I'm like, oh, they made her having a black parent part of her storyline. And then they, like, they were digging up. Now, she used to be, remember Nickelodeon used <laughs> to have Nick News yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She was one of the correspondents when Aww. she was a kid. And if you look at her, it's like, you was like, oh, she is black. Oh, okay, I can yeah. see it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just go, oh, like, I can any, see it now. And thing uh, is, I also always like, so. Right. So it's so. like, she's considered white passing because if you, she's like the singer Halsey. I didn't know, Halsey apparently. Yeah, I okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm recording with them in a few minutes. Okay. So. Halsey is somebody who also has a black parent, but if you look at her, you don't think she's black. And so she was like, You would not oh, imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, You would not imagine the things white people say in front of me mm-hmm. because they just think I'm white, because I look white to them, so they'll say it. Mm-hmm. And so she was I was just like, Yeah, how about that?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. So when mm-hmm. I
0: think about um and I, and I said I was going to bring it up, and it's like, there's no way I can't bring it up, but I have to bring it up with my mother, the movie Imitation of Life. And I was like, y'all, my mama said, you have to sit, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch this movie. Because you need to see Sarah Jane. And it's just like, Ooh. Because the thing about it is, in the movie, so if Imitation of Life is about um, a black woman and a white woman who meet on a beach, and that black mm-hmm. woman becomes part of her mm-hmm. staff and they have like so not only she staff but she's mm-hmm. also a friend Sandra D for everybody who doesn't know who Sandra D you can google mm-hmm. her big actress yeah, yeah. she's also in this movie mm-hmm. um so she, the um the black woman has a biracial child who is white passing she's <laughs> so light they never explain how this <laughs> happened. They don't talk. They never, it's just like, oh, this is my daughter, Sarah Jane, and they're just like, yeah, wait, wait, what? Well, who, who this? It's like, who we're, so cat? we're not discussing the death. Okay, we're just not going to discuss this. Okay, great. All right. So you find Sarah Jane, and mind you, the woman that she met was like an actress. So mm-hmm. she's a rich white woman. Mm-hmm. So she has. A, she also has a daughter. They become friends, and so Sarah Jane is envious of the other, the white woman's daughter, because she's white and you can do white things. And so she ran away when she was younger and did not tell anybody about her mother. Mm-hmm. Said that she was like a maid back home. I think <laughs> she worked at a club yeah. that was kind of like the Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. and then she wouldn't tell people that she was black and I think, like she was dating a guy as a white guy and he discovered that she was black. She's like, why didn't you tell me that you were a nigger? And it's like, whoa! whoa he wait he a he second! There. Yeah, they and could he, say nigger. Yeah, it days. was like oh! <laughs> so Sarah Jane was like, very much like, oh my God, no, I can't be black and mind you, no. her mama was just like humble she was not Kirk Franklin she just <laughs> I will pray for you I and I you, love you and please Mama it's love okay you. right Oh, and then she died and then Sarah Jane comes running in wanting to throw herself on the coffin yeah, pulling because, the flowers pulling off pulling the flowers mm-hmm. off and like I'm screaming sorry, and gnashing her teeth and oh also Mahalia the Jackson mm-hmm. is singing during a procession yes it's like Mahalia the yes. Jackson. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's a beautiful movie. It's from 1959. So yes. yeah, that's why they can say nigger yes. with the hard R. Yeah. And so when you look at, at imitation of life, that is the movie about what it's like to be white passing. Because literally, the woman who plays Sarah Jane is not a white person, like pass- white passing black person. She is a white lady. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's a white lady. I think her one. Of, I think her mother. Is um, Latina, and then her father is white. But still, no black. So it's like she's playing. She's supposed to be playing a white passing black person, but she actually is a white person. So it's just so funny when yeah. you think about it. It's yeah. kind of like. But she um, had a black body. She had curves. Yo, Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got mad curves. She, she, she had a booty. Yeah, she had um, black I mean, curves. it's like being Natalie Wood in West Side Story. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, like that. Ooh! Wait a minute. Ooh! Women, who shot? who shot the ghetto? But yeah, anyway, that was uh, the requisite movie for every black person um, in the 60s and the 50s. And it was horrifying. me And everybody, I think every black mother said that um, that's what's going to happen to you if you treat your mama like that. You just wait till I die. You'll be crying and trying to go in the grave with me. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Jane, she is the <laughs> quintessential thing of if you are a white person, black person, don't you be like Sarah Jane? Because then she, then, Mahalia will, Mahalia will not be at the oh, funeral. Okay, yeah, she yeah. will not be at the Funeral, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> she Mahalia will be at the is No longer with us, but she has that voice. That it will was just like bring tears and to and your And she's life. like, I don't know what the lighting of, I don't know what it was about the lighting of Mahalia Jackson at the end. It was like, wow, it was like a. Like crown, and it was like it was so weird because no, it was her singing voice, Stephanie. Yeah, she was
1: Mahalia Jackson,
0: yeah! <laughs> that's probably what it is. But it's like <laughs> imitation of life is so interesting because you see, like that the term colorism wasn't there, but it was like, why would she want to not? black. Why do you think? It's 1959. Are you kidding? It's 1959. She couldn't, you, in 1959 you couldn't even eat in places um at all. Correct. You couldn't go in stores. You had to go in the back. You could not drink in water fountains. Correct. You could not go and you, uh, you wouldn't just be called a nigger. You'd be uh, given scraps and everything else, and people could actually spit on you, and you could You'd, do nothing but wipe it off. Right, and they, you couldn't look people in the eye. Yeah, you could like you couldn't look white people. There were no laws. There was no laws. There was like no if you're laws. a black woman and some white man raped you, there was there's yeah. no repercussions for that. And we won't talk about the schools. Correct. Yeah, they it's had like, those kid that they, they, those courageous children that got spit on, yeah. feces the Ruben, thrown on them uh-huh. when the, they were in school. Correct. They had to call the National no Guard. Guard. I'm like, everybody talks about Ruby Bridges. I'm like, you know what's really funny? Ruby Bridges is still very much alive, and yes. she's only in her 60s. Okay, I'm like, that is not a long time ago. She no, was what? Yes. Six years old? Yeah. yeah. But that's a long time. Um, but it's like, just, you're realize like, like, she's in her 60s? That I would not ago. send my child to that. I would be like, baby, you just go go to this, this school. I would not put my child That's to that. That's a lot that. of danger. That's a lot so of danger. So when I look at the Sarah Jane from Imitation of Life and how mm-hmm. she reacts to her whiteness, it's like, so this is very, I feel like it's, it's definitely people who felt that way. But I think yeah. when it came to white passing, it was more about, yeah, it's. It wasn't as dramatic as that. It's just like, I'm white passing so I can be safe. I'm not going to tell you that I'm not, I'm not going to tell you I'm black because it's for my safety. For Sarah Jane, it was like, I just hate blackness because, oh God, this country, no, I have to be white. Well, I have a question for you. Yep. Would you? Would I what? If you were able to, just for, yes, would you pass for white if you could? Not in this day. Mm. Oh, in 1959? Would yeah. you? Yeah. How about 60s? Still? Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the thing about it, and I'm not even thinking like I would never react to my parent that way, but mm-hmm. it's like I mm-hmm. understand oh, the white yeah. past. It'd be like, yeah, I ain't going to tell you I'm black. It's like, I'm going to just let you think yeah. I'm white. Yes. So it's like, because I, I, I think, because one, I think that's the part that people don't realize. I'm like, it's about Safety. Mm-hmm. Then, about oh, yes. safety and you can get shit done because everybody forgets I know I love Chadwick Boseman y'all he is nominated for an Oscar he gonna get that Oscar I'm, just, I'm like y'all can just sit y'all asses right on down because <laughs> Chad is gonna get this and that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> okay oh and it's like but still when he played Thurgood Marshall I was like okay so we're gonna have a discussion because Thurgood Marshall was a very light skinned black man <laughs> so he's a very good actor right and it's like God, we're just ignoring the fact that he looks nothing like Thurgood Marshall. He's we're just going to forget, but it's like, actor. that's how good he is. It's like, yes. yeah, so Thurgood Marshall's a light skinned black man. We don't give a goddamn. Do you <laughs> see the way Chad is acting? <laughs> Excuse and, me? That's, and that's a good and thing. And that's it. Yeah. And that's a good thing where you can just go, yeah, I'm going to ignore that part. Yeah, we're going to ignore this. We're going to ignore look. this. Sicky, like, yeah, you know, it's fine. Because, well, he's Jackie Robinson, he's yeah. James Brown, and he's Thurgood Marshall. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have no problems with this. Do y'all have a problem? No. We, we don't have no. problems. No, no. He's that good. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm sorry. He's so good. <laughs> yeah. So. We're rounding out this conversation with colorism. I wanted to have conversations with someone who is in entertainment. She is a working actress. That is Sasha. And so that's what we started with. Okay, I started with, and in the middle, I had two good girlfriends who are mothers of children who are Gen Z Mm -hmm. and also, I guess, yeah, lower millennial because my age is considered millennial and I'm trying to think if you're in your... Early 20s is that still Gen Z. I don't know the rules. They, it always, it's like it's like being at the Emerald City in the West. I thought it over and green is dead. That's how it comes <laughs> up to me. I'm like, I don't know. Y'all keep making the rules different. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk to two mothers who are mothering children in this day, in this mm-hmm. teenage and like, and what is this like for you when you're like, hey, I don't want my kid to think her skin tone is a detriment. It's not. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I wanted to end this conversation with you. Okay. Because for me, and this is more, and this is definitely a thank you for the kind of mother that you were and are. Is that I never felt like in your home that my skin tone was an issue and would hold me back or something was wrong with it. Mm -hmm. I never that part I see the colorism around me, and I experienced colorism maybe in high school and Mm -hmm. in work, but never in your home, never Mm -hmm. in my parents' home. I never felt like my size or my skin tone was a detriment. No. Or that, you know, if you were lighter, you should do this. I'm like, oh, you should do this. You can't do that because of your skin tone. You can't do that because of your size. Yeah. And I yeah. never felt inadequate. And so the thing about is, is I've had friends who don't have that. They were just mm. like, no, my mom was like, oh no, get out the sun. I don't want you getting any blacker. No, you yeah. can't do this. Oh, my am like, oh, yeah. you're not as pretty. And Oh, oh straighten your hair man. because, because one, never. it was never about my hair, my skin tone, my weight. Nothing. No. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, that's a safety of, and that's just um, safety parameters that mothers put up, especially, I've noticed it we black mothers, where mm-hmm. they're like, I got to protect you. Yeah. I want to get you ready for the world. But yeah, the world is out there. It's burning down out there. But inside here, you don't have to feel inadequate. So I just want to thank you for fostering that kind of environment, because I know other people don't have it. Yeah. And for me, colorism is something that I never felt from you. Yeah. Oh, no. And so it's kind of like I could not have this conversation series without you. Oh. So you had oh. to. <laughs> so it's like you had to be here. They're like, ooh, I'm like, yes, my mom's <laughs> going to be here. And I just want yes. to let know she's going to be here. Yes, um, they curse too much. No, I don't, I don't curse because I'm a saint but Thank you. <laughs> they, like, they've, already, they've already listened they're like oh it's all Wait, they don't oh, right. it. excuse what? me Pamela so well, I heard you I am very proud of my daughter and but also I just love my daughter just as she is she's just a wonderful person and I just hope she goes and does great things that she is happy with and she can't impress me anymore. She impressed me at eight pounds and four ounces and that was her birth weight. So and whatever happens, <laughs> whatever happens, happens. I am not you know, she is not perfect and neither am I. But there is much love here. And I promised myself the day she was born, this relationship will be a mother, daughter, progress to friend and friend. Because this is a grown woman that's leading her life, and I'm very proud of her. And that's it. I don't get a say in her life. I only get a say in mine. And she's wonderful. And she's Mocha Minutes, and I tell all of my friends about her, and they pull out their phones like, whoa. And it's just like, oh, I don't know. What? I feel old. I don't know what to say. But tell your friends about Mocha Minutes. She's wonderful. Bye bye y'all <laughs> so y'all this has been the colorism series um like the last conversation series about transphobia in the black community it is a I wish it wasn't a ongoing conversation but it is because you know we have anxiety Wade, and y'all don't understand the difference between gender identity and sexual preference and there's a difference and I'm tired of y'all worrying about this little girl it's like leave that little girl alone it's like first of all shut the hell up. Y'all, and the thing about it is because mm. I am someone who has experienced unconditional love from my parents, I recognize that with Zaya Wade's parents. It's like, mm. yeah, you're my kid and I love you. Oh, okay, I'm transgender. Okay, so do you want to cheese all your eggs or no? Okay, what we got to do? What do you want to do? How do you want your hair? What do you want to do? How do you want to dress? Do it. <clears throat> hi, get her out of those kitten heels. Death to kitten heels. That's the only thing. Like, I don't care what you do, but get, Eva, give her some nice cute ballet flats or some cute sneakers. But if you don't get her out of them kitten heels, I'm going to beat y'all up. Okay? Okay. Death to kitten heels. Me and Cook are like, we are like Voltron with this shit. Death to kitten heels. We don't like them. They are terrible. They didn't work with Hillary and they are not working with that little girl. And y'all need, I want to know, the person who created kitten heels, I hope they step on legos they for the rest it, of their life that's what it's like walking on was like i was like, like who's working who's wearing these fucking things you don't give us some pink tennis shoes please you leave us alone it it's it. like oh death to kitten heels i don't know how we got on that, but I, yes, uh, yeah no so just don't like transphobia in the black community is still ongoing colorism mm-hmm. is going to be a um ongoing the conversation conditions. um but yeah, it's going to keep going. And as long as there are women bold enough to actually say this is colorism and it needs to stop, mm-hmm. then hopefully more people will understand. And I will end it the way I've started this. Colorism is a detriment to darker skin people and a benefit to lighter skin people. And if you don't believe me, please look at some of your entertainers and your, some of them. They're... <clears throat> a little bit lighter, so everyone's like, they're so talented! And I'm like, girl, um, Beyonce is a unicorn. Don't do this. But I we love her. Though. I love Beyonce. 28 Grammys, bitch! 28! <laughs> Bow down! We, we, we need her. album of the year, record of the year, y'all. Excuse me, I get it, 28. When y'all gonna give her record and album of the year because homegirl deserves deserves it. She works her ass off. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, but, but she's been working. Come on, Ben. That's not. she got 28 she ain't Grammys. Okay, she ain't, she's not new, she's not new to this. She's true to this. Yes, and also, it's a and shout out to PJ. It is Aaliyah, um, appreciation day. <laughs> I have been, let me it tell is, y'all. Oh, okay, we, we just listened to Aaliyah because we just love her. He said it was, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, now I gotta go listen to some Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Aaliyah's title, baby, put it in your life. It's so good, but you're gonna have to buy it because it ain't streaming yet. <laughs> oh. I didn't know. Yeah, see, I own it, so I just put it on my iTunes. I said, I put it on my iTunes. I'm like, G- y'all, Aaliyah self-titled, get it get in your, let it sizzle in your spirit. Okay? Let it sizzle. All right, y'all, I will be back next week. Um, It'll be probably closer to April, so in April, I'm going to have some people in there that I've been on Know That Pod, and Quinn called me a whole fool, and he has... Is, Gave me an idea that for April, my guests are people that I consider whole fools. April Fool's Month. (laughs) So people that I enjoy just have, because we cut up and we are crazy and we have fun. So yeah, that's the preview. Guys, this has been the Mocha Men's Podcast. I will be back next week. Bye. Yay.